During this second week of Advent, we consider the hope of Christ. As I enter into this time of prayer and reflection, I pause to be still. I temporarily push aside the competing demands of life, and I center myself upon the presence of God. Holy Spirit, awaken us to love. Let our being know it. Our hearts receive it. Our minds believe it and our souls inhabit it. That in letting you love us, we may become what you desire, your intimate, your friend, your beloved. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 1, verses 5 to 7. In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife, Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless, because Elizabeth was not able to conceive, and they were both very old. Before every dawn, there is deep night. Between each breath, a quiet and trusting suspension. Before the earth drinks the rain, it travels in silence from the clouds that send it. Every good arrival is preceded by a waiting, a suspension, a liminal moment. So it is with hope. It must begin with awakening with a felt awareness of what isn't and what can't be. We only need hope when the moment seems bleak, when it looks as though life is unchangeable, on a path toward greater pain, grief, or loss. That loss may be in the dreams we once had for ourselves or someone we've lost. It may be in the physical or mental healing we've been seeking without respite or the deep loneliness we feel. It may even be in our sense of the absence of God, our inability to love him like we long to, or our lack of spiritual vitality. It's important to feel all that, to truly know that neither we nor this world can fix ourselves. Because without an admission of our little or large terminalities, we'll have no room for the miracle of hope. Luke begins the story of Advent right here, with a barren woman named Elizabeth. He tells us she's a true believer, righteous, blameless even, but lacking in what was likely her very greatest longing, a child. Luke wants us to remember that healing starts in our pain, in our darkness, but also that to live in the spirit of Advent is to anticipate God in the midst of it. Hopelessness beckons the miracle. Touching our longings honestly and allowing ourselves to feel them is the true beginning of hope. It necessitates it. In the midst of our great need arises the first in-breaking light of incredible news. Christ is soon arriving.
What is your most vulnerable grief or hope this Advent season? Take a moment, open this longing up to God, and sit with him in it. As you continue to journey through this week of Advent, consider journaling your feelings, drawing a picture that illustrates them, or sitting in deep silence with the Spirit, feeling them and directing them toward the loving gaze of God. You also might want to carry something with you that signifies your grief or hope, holding it before God, beckoning the miracle. And now, as I prepare to re-enter my day today, I pray. Holy Spirit, allow me to feel again in the very places I've been afraid to, that I may dwell in the good news of Advent, continuing my journey of holy liberation. Amen.